Before we start today's show, we're going to start doing plugs at the beginning, Joe Prano. We have come to the conclusion dirtballs do not listen to the end of the show, usually post dirtball calls. And this isn't even really about us getting our plugs in. It's just about uh, people not asking questions that we've already answered a million times. I don't know why you guys tap out before the end of the show. And then I go like, how do you how do we come see a live podcast? Where Prino, you didn't tell me you were coming to Alaska. What the fuck? I'm like, I actually, I've, I've said it on the end of every show for two months. So let's just get it out now. I can't believe you're going to be in Palm Springs. Well, you should listen to the show. Yeah. And where I, can they see you live? I'll be in Palm Springs next weekend uh, at the Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio, I believe it is. Uh, um. Featuring all weekend for Alan Havey, who's hilarious. You might know him from Billions. Um, I'll be there one show Friday, two shows Saturday. And then uh, I've got a couple shows in L.A. between then and the end of the month. Um, So go to JoePrano.com and find those. And then I'll be in Alaska the first week of April for the Alaska Before You Die Comedy Festival. I will be... Uh, in Anchorage, and uh, I'm going to drive around, too, and like see some other stuff. So if you have any Alaska uh, suggestions, if you live in Alaska, come there. And then just, I don't know, follow me on Instagram, at Joe Prano, Fix Your Life on Twitter. You know, rate, review, subscribe to all our stuff. Yeah, and next week we will also be in Arizona for spring training. Yep. We have an update on the games we're going to. I have it right here. Padres versus Angels, Wednesday night. Me, you, and At Andy. Diablo Stadium, the Angels' home park. In Tempe, me, you, and Andy Lazarus. And then the next day, probably Giants-Diamondbacks at the Diamondbacks' new stadium. That's a Thursday afternoon game, followed by the Thursday night game, Dodgers-Padres. So in Peoria. One, in Peoria. So if you want to meet us in Arizona, we'll be out and about, obviously, besides going to the games. Slide into our DMs at the Dirty Sports on Instagram or Twitter or Myself at Andy Ruther or Joe Prano at Fix Your Life or at Joe Prano. All right. That was simple. We did it. We banged out. Oh, real quick. People have asked recently about seeing us live in the Smut Studio. We've had, I had actually had a couple DMs today. Guys, Joe has made this clear. Yep. A crisp $100 bill gets you in the Smut Studio. So, uh, uh, a, a, a price tag stolen from my boy Turtle. Uh, from the North Shore that we had on, we had do some acting on acoustic comedy production. I said, I said to him, uh, I said, how do we get? It? He goes, man, I'll do about just about anything for a crisp one hundred dollar bill. John Philbin, aka Turtle, uh, and I've stolen it. A crisp one hundred dollar bill goes a long way. Cash money, straight cash, homie. Perfect. All right. So is that the plugs? We good? That's it. All right, guys. Let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live today from the Smut Studio 
in lovely Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. I like how you did the like a very uh, production, you know, hold for helicopter, but then you started just as the helicopter was still coming back. I think it might be circling the area for a while. Yeah. Sounds like one of the Looney Tunes on Mildred has been run over by Yoshi or something. Now they're looking for somebody. The ghetto bird is out. The ghetto bird is out. It's a, com- a very L.A. thing. A common occurrence for us. Is that something like in New York? Never. You never was have it- a police helicopter. No, never. Was there? Was it a thing in L.A. in uh, Cincinnati? Oh no, no. I never experienced police helicopters till I moved to L.A. Yeah, I I, th- I don't know what it, I think. Maybe in New York, it's that like there's so much foot cops that they'll like they'll just give chase. You know yeah. what I mean? There's not that many places to hide. L.A. The one thing I got to give L.A. Cra- I love a good car chase. On, yeah, on the news, I, I'll buy into a car chase every day, um, and and yeah, you never you never saw like every once in a while a helicopter for something, but here very common, especially in our area. Yeah, I'm sure there's areas of LA that are even even more have the helicopters out than, I, than I, Venice. I used to get annoyed, really, like when I first moved here. Like, why is that goddamn hell? I was like an old man. Why is that goddamn helicopter in the sky? And then I started learning, oh, that's the police trying to find somebody. Yeah. But like today, take this. The helicopters in the sky, it's not nighttime. Nighttime, I get it more. They need an aerial view of somebody. Right. I find that kind of interesting. Like, the cops couldn't find them in their car. No, they can find them, but then it's like keeping an eye on them while somebody gives chase. You know what I mean? If a guy gets out of the car, it's just running through alleys and shit like that. Like, okay, there, he jumped a fence. Going over to Mildred. You see him, just keep an eye on him so that somebody else can get him. They tell him where he's going. There was a great news, uh, I, I was going to say article, but basically a news piece here in LA about the homelessness problem in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the video. I saw the video online about just how now the homelessness has overtaken Santa Monica. It's up 30% in all the syringes. And there's a video. They're showing panoramic shots of all these different homeless people. There's a video of a homeless. <laughs> there's a video of a homeless guy on the Santa Monica Pier, middle of the afternoon, just jacking it. <laughs> like it's and it's from an air, it's from an aerial view, and they blur it out, but you see his hands moving, which makes it even funnier. I mean, the, oh, oh. That's some Michael Jackson shit on the Santa Monica Pier. Santa you, Monica what you, Pier. What are you jacking it to? He's staring in the ocean too. Wow. Just just staring and just... Che- just checking out a dolphin's blowhole or something. Yeah. Wild, dude. You like my idea of the purge? I know I sound like an asshole. But what's your idea? Just fucking purge all these homeless people. Um, no, I don't like your idea of the purge. I'm an asshole. I mean, honestly, my, my thing is, if I was, was going to purge people and I had to select a group, I'm not sure that like the homeless are the ones I'm going to start with. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of shitty groups. Look, the homeless problem here is ridiculous, and it's mostly that they don't want fucking help. But also, yeah, it's it's a deep, it's a layered issue. We got to do something about it, though. Not to change the subject, I'm looking in the comment section. Yeah. So we started some, I, I'm trying something out, and I don't know if it's working, called Super Chat. Okay. Where you can donate to us during the show. Okay. And I believe, you got to give a shout out to Fat Jason Kid. I believe he's donating $19.99 to, it's what it says, it, it comes to the top of the chat. Right. This is a feature now that YouTube offers. Okay. So it says 1999. did someone say baseball trip, hashtag 
Watch Prano watch baseball. Yeah, fat chasing kid. We got three three games down in Arizona, and of course, you know that I'll be up in uh, I'll be up at their the Oracle Stadium, which is now the Giants ballpark. Whenever the Mets come to town, I haven't figured out. I think that might be. I think they might be up there in like August this year or something like that. But you know, you know, I'll always be there for yeah. fat chasing kid to watch Prano watch baseball. But if you're if you can get to Arizona. Three games, you know where to find us. Fat Jason Kid. We'll be sitting on. I can tell you one thing. I bought the tickets to the. Uh, I think I bought the tickets to the um, Padres game on Thursday night. We're sitting down the short left field line, like row E or something like that. Uh, by the way, I don't know how this works. Do I have to accept his donation? I don't know. Is there an accept button? No, I tried to set this up. Well, there you go. Or I don't know if he just donates it and it goes into. So what? And so if somebody donates, then they jump to the top of the chat. Yeah, that's how it works. Cool, cool. Good little way to make a little few more bucks, right? Yeah, sure. Dustin always. Yeah. We announced that at the beginning of the show, so let's hope people listen to our plugs, which now are going to be at the beginning of the show. You never know with dirt balls; they get confused easily. Yeah. Do we want to discuss like caveman lawyers? (laughs) I'm just a caveman lawyer. I don't understand plugs. What you just mentioned, baseball, do we want to discuss, because we did... I, I want you to discuss whatever you fancy, Andy. I'll well, just go, come along for the ride. Well, we already I talked... I can't see the uh, rundown, so it's fine. We already talked about Jessica Mendoza yesterday on... On the Dirty Slides podcast. Dirty Slides. Which uh, you sat in on as our super producer. I appreciate the title, super producer. Yeah, did you see that in the... I saw that. Yeah, super producer Andy Ruther. You did a great job. Thank you're like you. looking up stat. You're like, I'm just going to be over here thusting. Meanwhile, you're like, Pulling up stats for us. You're everything we ever wanted in an intern. You know what's funny? I enjoy that role too. Yeah. I enjoy just chiming in, letting you and Laz, you guys are the baseball experts. You guys I feel like you I feel like you it was like a return to your Lance Bass days. You're yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah. on the computer. That's what it was. Yeah. I'd chime in here and there. Did a fantastic job. Thank you. Yeah, we talked about Jessica Mendoza. I'll give you the the Cliffs notes again, uh, if you will, but she has zero baseball experience. <laughs> And she's a softball player, and it was a PR stunt. Yeah, essentially, it 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 doesn't even have any value past yesterday. You know, two days ago's press release, like the Mets hired, like oh, good for the Mets. But I want you to repeat what you said on yesterday's show, and if you haven't listened to it, go to Dirty Slides and of course download it. But you made a great point of, and I was really angry. If you wanted the Prano rant, yeah. if you wanted the angry Prano Mendoza rant that a lot of people have been hoping for. Sounds like you're turning into Dirty Slides this week. You made a great point and said this. The Mets are not selling more tickets. Right. Like the idea that it's Because they hired her. The idea that this is like not only a PR stunt that's going to like, oh, look at the Mets. So progressive. They're hiring a woman. That doesn't even translate, like I said, into them selling tickets to women. There's not a single woman out there. Who's like now? I want to be a, go to Mets games because the Mets hired a woman in their front office. No, the only thing that the women are doing is that they're going on Twitter or Facebook and they're angrily arguing with anybody who shits on the hire. Yeah, and it, like I have said this over and over and over again. I like Jessica Mendoza. I actually do. I think she's cool. I think she's smart. I think she's pretty hot. Um, I think she's very personable. I just don't want to hear her talking baseball the same way I don't want to fucking hear you talking golf. 
Yeah. You don't know about it. That's why we don't talk fucking soccer on the show. You guys should do more hockey. We don't know hockey. That's why we we tried to have hockey correspondents. We've tried to have golf. We've tried to have the you know the official UFC yeah. correspondent because we don't know shit about it. I get it. She's learned. I get it. She's put her work in. That doesn't change the fact that she has no fucking experience in the game and it has no right. The the idea that they're doing some $150,000 a year PR stunt. Give me that job. Well, again, the difference with her is, which I need to reiterate because people forget this. She's the color commentator. Right. If she was the play-by-play, there's not an issue. Again, she's the color commentator. It would be like if Al Michaels or Joe Buck were color commentating. Right. There's a reason they have Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth. They played the game. So she didn't play the game. In fact, she is the only analyst, to my knowledge, that is an analyst of any sport who didn't play the game. Yeah, like I think that I think the the only other thing that's like close. And honestly, this is how fucking absurd it is. It's like that Brad Doherty does NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you a good know point. what I mean? Like that is the equivalent. Yeah. Like why? Like oh, well, he owns fucking. It's like okay. But yeah. she doesn't have baseball experience. And the idea that my team has hired somebody in a talent evaluation capacity that has no baseball experience is offensive to me because, I, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's not sexist to say Jessica Mendoza has no baseball experience. It's a fact. What's sexist is hiring somebody for that job that has no baseball experience because they're a woman. That's sexist. Yeah. Her hiring is sexist. Not people that say her hiring is wrong. Those people are correct. Yeah. Well, again, to counteract the quote-unquote woke people, I always say this, and they don't know what to say. You say, okay, take Jessica Mendoza, for example. We should never... Judge someone, any sane person would agree, you should never judge someone based on race, sexual orientation, religion, etc., right? Right. You should, never, you should never judge someone that way. But that's exactly what we're doing. So it's 100% fucking, you're basically a hypocrite because when, when you do that, when you judge someone that way, you're doing exactly what you don't want people to do. Now, let's say, let's say, if just it, it's, it, you know what it is. You know, what it reminds me of you know the commercial. It's a pretty good commercial where it's like the guy who's the tattoo artist. He's like, I'm one of the tattoo artists in the city, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. give me one of the best, right? He's like, no. It's like that when the doctor walks in and she's like, how is he? It's like, okay, oh, he's not great. You know what I mean? Like, imagine it's it's a fucking Holiday Inn Express commercial. Imagine your doctor walking in and being like, all right, I feel like the surgery is going to go great. How many times have you done the surgery? Well, never, but I watch a lot of surgery. But I stayed at the Holiday Inn Express last night. Can you- like, you're, you've are you never done surgery? You're not my surgeon. Yeah. You're, you're fired. You're fired. You're not my surgeon anymore. Well, well, again, and there are people, I know baseball's a dying game or whatever. There are people who played the game, who've coached in the game. I've coached the game. I coached the game for fucking 10 years. Who would murder somebody for a six-figure 
baseball front office job. Yeah. She she has no baseball experience. Here's my opinion when it comes to She's this She's watched a lot of baseball. I'm all for bringing in different viewpoints, bringing in diversity, right? So let's say you have two people available for a job. Let's say you have two people who are equally qualified. If you want to hire a minority or a woman or someone who's gay and they're equally qualified with, let's say, a straight white dude, I have no problem. Yeah, it's called affirmative action. But I, but I have no problem with you hiring the minority. I have no problem with that at all. Again, diversity is good. Different viewpoints are good. But what I have a problem with is when somebody gets hired just, be, again, because of their race or their gender, which once again, you're judging it by those things, not the actual qualifications. And to me, this is this is the problem we have in America right well, now. Well, it's it's you know, it goes back to an old baseball cliche that they say, you know, tie goes to the runner. That's not true. A tie doesn't go to the runner. There is no such thing as a tie. When you break it down to the one billionth of a second, something happened first. And the umpire's job is to determine which happened first. Now in when in doubt, if his human eye can't tell, uh, you know, does do you lean toward the runner? I don't know. Who knows what's going on in any given baseball game? We uh, we've certainly seen guys make fucking wrong calls the other way. It's the same thing when you're talking about if. What does that even mean if two people are qualified? Like you're telling me two fucking lawyers go into a law firm, they both have the exact same fucking. You know, no. LSAT score, they have the exact same experience. Like, I, I see th- your point. My, my point is there is no tie. There's okay. no such thing. In life, there are no, there's no such thing as the exact. But here's the one thing that's for sure. Jessica Mendoza ain't tied with it. The Mets are not hiring anybody else in history to be a talent evaluator that has never evaluated talent, held a baseball on a fucking in a, in a baseball game or evaluated talent at any level. Yeah. And of course it's my team. Of course it's my team. And <laughs> fucking and and Tebow's going to start in left field. Well, look. This is how this is how we got here. The irony is what what if if Mendoza wants to get, cut her teeth, she should go, "Uh, that guy was a shitty quarterback. What the fuck is he doing here?" Then I'd be like, "Okay, let's run the fucking same page here." Sure. It's they're they're in fucking PR stuntville. It's gross. My fucking my by, by the way, my sports allegiances are my whole sports fandom is on fire right now. It's like a like I can't I can't win anything. Porzingis is gone. Fucking Mendoza. The Mets are refusing to like fucking sign any players because they have because of Bernie Madoff stole fucking. They made money off of Madoff. The fucking Giants refuse to fucking. Uh, it's. Well, I got something that'll cheer you up as an unabashed LeBron James fan. And everybody should be if you like basketball, for the record. Yeah. He is now past Michael Jordan and is solely in fourth place all-time most points scored in NBA history. Yeah. It's my goat. I, look, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do my best because people have I, – I, I feel that the majority of – Dirty sports listeners are like, I don't need more Joe Prano slurping LeBron James. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be as brief as possible with this. Okay. I we, tweeted it. We lost the Mevo. What is going on? We're ha- we're having issues. 
Do we need to pause God and, re- damn it. and restart when we're back on YouTube? Can you even return to the same YouTube no. feed? This is unbelievable. This never happened. Well, it happened earlier in the day. Let's see if we can try to go back. Yeah, I, f- I feel like reconnecting is a possibility, right? But it usually reconnects on its own. Are we back? Are we back? We'll see if we're back. Put in the comments if you're starting to see us live again. It's lagging. Can't, I don't know what's going on. Connect your Wi-Fi. Make sure your network name and password are correct. Having some major issues. Maybe that has something to do with, with the goddamn helicopter. Sorry, guys. We're having issues with YouTube today. I don't know what's going on. It's my internet. Anyway, proceed what you were saying. Uh, if, I mean, if I, the YouTube thing shits out, it shits out. Yeah. I, I tweeted this today, and like to me, it says everything that you need to know about it. The top five scorers in NBA history. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Most shots in NBA history. First, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Second, Carl Malone. Third, Kobe Bryant. LeBron James, 10th. Michael Jordan, 4th. Well, basically, what it comes down to, if you want to score the most points ever, take the most shots ever. If you want to score the second most points ever, have the second most shots ever. Yeah. If you want to score the third amount of points ever, have the third amount of shots ever. If you want to have fourth like Michael Jordan did, take the fourth most amount of shots ever. Unless you're LeBron James. And then you are you are fourth even though you've taken the tenth. And by the way, by the time he reaches, he has taken 1,200 plus less shots than Michael Jordan right now. By the time he reaches Michael Jordan's shot total, he'll have passed Kobe Bryant. And by the time he reaches Kobe Bryant's shot total, he'll have passed everybody. LeBron James, barring a massive injury, knock on fake wood, real wood, whatever, will be the all-time leading scorer. He's like, he's like three seasons away. Well, what do you say to everyone who's trying to counteract that he has taken 1,200 fewer shots? The pro-Michael Jordan people are saying that LeBron has played 150 more games. You're a fucking idiot. And it comes down to this. First of all, LeBron James is the only person in the history of the NBA who's top 10 in scoring and top 10 in assists. He just cracked the top 10 in assists. He's the only person that scored as many points as he has that's top 10 in assists. He's the only non-guard that's top 10 in assists. He's basically the only non-point guard that's top 10 in assists. Yeah. No one's ever scored as many points as LeBron James and had as many assists. So, yes, it took him more games because, guess, spoiler... LeBron James passes. No one ever would accuse Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, or Michael Jordan of being willing passers. No one would do it. And if you do, kill yourself. But here's what it comes down to. And, and this is not even like, if you're arguing this, you're dumb. Because I always like to take it like, let's take it out of the context of the NBA. Let's take the rings. Let's take everything and separate it. If anybody listening wants to come down here to Venice Beach, okay, and have a contest with me in baskets made, we'll go play we'll go play basketball all day with the Venice Beach homeless and the fucking, you know, all the street ballers out there. Here's the deal, though. I get to take way more shots than you, but you get to take way more games than me. 
you'd be like, that is so fucking dumb and unfair. You Wait, you get to take way more shots than me? Who cares how many games you play if you're going to be able to take more shots than me? Yes, exactly. It would be, if you are listening and you would sign up for that, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know how it works. You get points by shooting. It's it's that simple. You don't get points by playing in games. You get points by shooting. That's how you do it. No one, no one with a brain would ever do that. I'd be like, Andy, we're going to go out to Venice Beach. We're going to play six basketball games each. You get to take two shots in every game. I get to take four shots in, in four games. Let's see who scores more points. You'd be like, what? You're going to take 25% more shots than me? Why would I ever sign up for this deal? Why would I ever sign up for this deal? It's fucking horrific. It's so stupid. The fact that he has done it in Morgan is actually proof of how great he is. Yeah. Because he's passed in those games and he's rebounded in those games. It's so dumb. It's grasping for straws. Everything you need to know is in my tweet. Everything you need to know about LeBron James' place in basketball is in my tweet. The guy with the most points in NBA history took the most shots. The second guy took the second most shots. The third guy took the third most shots. The fourth guy took the tenth most shots. The fifth guy took the fourth most shots. It's that fucking simple. And I know there's the Skip Bayless trolls out there too. They're like, what about the three-point line? Stop it. Stop it. There was a three-point line when LeBron James played. There's a three-point line when Kobe Bryant played. There's a three-point line when Karl Malone played. And guess what? For all of those guys' careers, there was a time, there's multiple seasons where the three-point line was shorter. They moved the three-point line in for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And they still don't make them. Yeah. You're arguing the three-pointer? So now you're criticizing LeBron James for knowing that that on one side of an imaginary line is worth 50% more? Well, you don't understand efficiency or math. It's not a it's not it's just not even a fucking question. Well, we've done this discussion so many times, and Mike LeBron James is a more efficient scorer than anybody in the history of the game, and he's going to finish with more points than anybody in the history of the game. What else do you want? He's the only one top ten. He's going to be top five in assists. He's going to be top, dude. It's there is no statistical comparison to LeBron James, and there and it's not close. Again, my viewpoint has changed. It's evolved over the five years we've done Dirty Sports. My opinions in life have changed. They've evolved. I've made this all clear. That's kind of the the point that I always want to go back to. I don't understand why people dig their heels in on any issue and just say, hey, no, I'm not going to change my opinion. I don't understand that. I'm not changing my opinion because I've been right the whole time. Okay, well, I I knew you were going to say that. But my point is this. The body of work evolves, it progresses, it's a fluid situation. It's like judging, this is what I don't get, it's like these people who are just so hell-bent, and you see it in sports and you see it in politics, right? It's these people who just dig in and they don't understand that things change, right? 
that somebody sent me to a Ringer article written by Roger Sherman before his last two NBA finals. Somebody I was having a go a back and forth with about LeBron and Jordan last night. And I said, dude, that's before two more amazing NBA finals. Like the body of work is still continuing for LeBron James because he's still playing. Yeah. Now, the body of work of Michael Jordan is complete. The body of work of Kobe Bryant is complete. So like somebody replied to me today, he's missed the most shots in playoff history. I go, yeah, dude. That's what making fucking nine finals. Like he's made nine finals. He's played way more games. Yeah. Also, he's played in an era where there's there's not the five game fucking first round. Like there's there's four rounds of the basketball. He's not playing he's not playing like Kareem where there was times where there only X amount of teams make the playoffs. Like the most fucking he's played in the most. But when you put everybody on a level playing field, like they like I just did Mike again. We don't really have to do this for too long. My tweet tells you everything you need to know. Kareem's one in points and shots. Malone's two in points and shots. Kobe's three in points and shots. LeBron's four and tenth in points and shots. Jordan's fifth and fourth in points and shots. Like, that's not a coincidence. Yeah. One, two, three, four, ten. You know what's so disappointing about all this? We, We have no internet here at the Smut Studio. This will all be not... Live, not on YouTube ever. It's fine. It's, it's the purely audio. It's fine. Nick D'Alessandro can take it and put all kinds of pictures of Michael Jordan and LeBron James to it. But yeah, like we're not going to change opinions, which that's to me. But that's not an opinion. There's not an opinion that that LeBron James is the most efficient scorer in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Now, you could say, well, what about these guys? Are co-? Okay. Okay. If James Harden does it, for fucking 20 seasons, you know, if if Giannis does, somebody said to me, Giannis better. And I was like, okay, well, Giannis is 24. LeBron James won his first MVP at 24. I love Giannis. I've said on this show, if Giannis dominates the NBA as it's progressed past where it was when LeBron James was in his full prime, if he wins three NBA championships, yeah, he is maybe the best ever. But guess what? Start winning those championships. Start winning those MVPs. LeBron won that MVP at 24. Giannis is 24 right now. He ain't winning it. He's not going to win it. So, in the end, tell me when somebody does it. As long as LeBron, as great as LeBron, when when Giannis is fourth on the all time shots, uh, fourth on the all time scoring list, and 20th on the all time shots list, we'll talk. Yeah. In the meantime, it's one, two, three, ten, five. It's not four. It's not fucking hard. This isn't. This isn't an. Opi- I'm not trying to change anybody's sure. opinion. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. I like dealing in facts. I like dealing in statistics. Now you can say to me, statistics. You look. You're a nerd, guys. If you're coming at me with that, you don't fuck. You have no idea what you're talking about because. When you say that, I know you don't understand. You, you don't understand the game on the level that I understand the game, and that's honestly, I, I always go back to the same thing. Ven- Let's talk about the Venice Beach basketball courts. If I go out to Venice Beach tomorrow, and there's a bunch of players out there, okay, and 
they go, $10,000 up for grabs, dude. You got to draft a team. You got first pick. I got second pick. Ask ask the crowd what they know about these players, and we'll, we'll, we'll fucking pick it up. And I turn to the crowd, and I go, how about this guy? And they go, oh, he's the best scorer here. He's the best shooter here. He's the best rebounder here. He's the best passer here. He's bigger and stronger than everybody, and he's the most versatile defender. And I'd be like, uh, why would I not take him? And they go, this guy's team has won the last six games. I go, uh, look, I fucking have no idea what sort of factors went into this guy's team winning the six games, but if you just tell me that this guy is a better scorer, passer, rebounder, bigger, stronger, and faster, and he's more versatile defender, he's a better shooter, he's more efficient, I'm taking that guy. Yeah, ten thousand dollars online. I don't. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't know who was on this guy's team before and who was on this guy's team before. I don't know if the fucking somebody drove onto the court and. Fu- That's what you're telling me about this guy. That's the guy I'm taking. But let me ask you this: They're not making the playoffs this year. Obviously, LeBron missed 18 games. Yeah. It does make you think. Because we play hypotheticals all the time. We're yep. doing it with Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Yeah. Where is LeBron's career? Because we have to discuss it. Sure. If he played in the West. What do you mean? Uh, but you're not factoring in. The the criticism of uh, LeBron James. I'm just this, asking it yeah. right now. Well, I mean. I'm tossing out, a, a, again, a random hypothetical. Okay, a random hypothetical. He threw, you know through a Magic Johnson-like thing where the best team got the best player. LeBron James in 2003 is drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. This this conversation's over, and it's been over for a long time. He has 10 championships. It's hilarious. He's the new Bill Russell. No one's fucking questioning everything. Jordan slurpers have killed themselves. They've all jumped off a bridge in Chicago. They've all fucking put a shotgun through a, an Air Jordan sneaker put a Hanes pair of underwear on their heads, then a bag of McDonald's, and then fucking their copy of Space Jam, and they blew their fucking heads off. If LeBron James gets drafted on the 2003 San Antonio Spurs, we're not having this conversation. So refresh my memory, because obviously you know more about this than me. So the Lakers were a good team when they, like, like how'd they get the number one pick? How did that work back in 1980? They traded fucking some ludicrous thing for fucking the first pick. And they, you know, and they already had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and all these great players, and they also got Magic Johnson. Yeah, and I think I think they got Worthy like the fucking next, like two years later or something like that. Like it's it's stupid. I mean, look at the Kareem, Magic, Worthy. I mean, then and then Bird goes. I think it was even Bird too. Like Bird, the Celtics were great, and then the fucking Celtics get Bird. Like that was when two already great teams got the two best players. Yeah. It, through like stupid like Red Auerbach like fucking scammed that first pick from somebody you know what I mean um, but here's here's the thing that needs to be addressed about LeBron James and specifically about this season because everybody wants to talk about this season and how he missed the playoffs and blah 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 and and that and how and how him passing Jordan in a loss is like a big thing which I find hilarious because he didn't he didn't break Michael Jordan's scoring record with the Bulls last night. He broke Michael Jordan's career scoring record last night. Michael Jordan's last game as a Wizard was a 20-point blowout loss. His last career field goal attempt was a blown layup. 
So he scored 4,000 points with the Wizards. Wow. I didn't realize it was that much. So, you know, I think it was like 1,500 and like 2,300. It's like pretty close to 4,000. Like, the, the idea that like, oh, but he lost. Michael Jordan's fucking Wizards career was a goddamn dumpster fire when it comes to team success. They, I think, I think they finished like thirty-five and forty-three that year, or something yeah. like that, or thirty-four and forty-three. You know, some fucking dumb number. So, let's take that out. But let's talk about the 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 thing about LeBron James is this: LeBron James' legacy. The only thing that dumb people ever talk about it's about legacy, yo, is his finals record. There are a large number. Of LeBron James haters out there. That this season, by them not making the playoffs, actually hurts their argument versus if he had taken this team to the NBA Finals. Because if he had taken this team to the NBA Finals and lost, it'd be like, three and seven. At this point, LeBron James is just chasing rings in terms of greatness. Yeah. Statistically, he's the greatest player ever. So, a lot of people have said LeBron's public courting of Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis want to come and the whole trade blowing up ruined their season. And I think everybody can agree that this team has been garbage since that trade went awry. Now, Stevenson's been hurt. Lonzo's been hurt. Like, there's there's injuries involved in this team as well. But I agree a hundred percent with people that say the fact that they didn't get Anthony Davis pissed off Kuzma and fucking Hart and uh, all the guys that were Lonzo, all the guys that were on the trading block, right? Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. LeBron James wasn't winning the NBA championship with that team. Was he winning it with Anthony Davis? Maybe. Maybe. But he wasn't winning it with those guys. And guess what? Taking those guys to the NBA Finals and losing, while maybe being the greatest accomplishment in the history of the NBA, would have been looked upon as a failure by LeBron James. Yeah. Because everybody hates on LeBron for getting to the Finals and losing. So at this point, LeBron's career is like an NFL team. Championship or bust. Anything short of LeBron winning a championship... People are going to shit on him. So who cares that the the Lakers hate him and it collapsed their season? It doesn't matter if he misses the playoffs. doesn't matter if he makes the playoffs. doesn't matter if he makes the NBA Finals. Unless he wins it all, people are going to fucking hate on him. So he took a shot at trying to win it all. And now the team fucking hates him. So what? You were going to hate on him anyway. You were going to say LeBron sucks for dragging this team to the NBA Finals and getting swept. Even though this team's a fucking dumpster fire. Of course he had to go for it all. Of course he had to swing for the fences. LeBron James is the most hated on athlete I've ever fucking seen. For being a nice guy who's done nothing but dominate. Dominate. Fucking get building schools. Well, if we want to go into the psychology of it, it's two reasons why people hate LeBron. Because... Nike, Gatorade, Warner Brothers, McDonald's, and Haynes brainwashed an entire generation of fucking morons. Well, well, that's the main reason is that we have said this many times, and I firmly believe it. 
people just hold on to this nostalgia of childhood. They refuse to give it up. Again, it's not evolving. It's not expanding your mind as a human being. And 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 we always joke about being woke. Like be woke enough to accept that there is someone new. And and I, and I just want to say for the record, there's going to be someone better than LeBron. At there, some point, there is. There's going to be someone better than LeBron, just like there was someone better than Michael Jordan. And I don't. I just don't know why people don't want to accept that. And you're right. It's it's. You too, want to know the real answer, Andy? It's it's the brainwashing. And it's and people still get worked up about the decision. It's wild. Here's what it is. Here's the number one reason. Y'all don't watch. Y'all don't watch yeah. the games. You watch the highlights. You watch first take. You watch clips on Twitter. Yeah. You watch what the headlines say. But you don't watch. Sure. If you wa- I watched Michael Jordan's fucking entire career. I watched LeBron James' entire fucking career. It's not close. That's how I know. And and like the, for the Kobe stands out there, you're just flat earthers at this point. I have more respect for people that believe the earth is flat than believe Kobe Bryant was better than LeBron James. Because I don't really know. I know the basic science of it, but I don't know the deep science of it. You don't need to know the deep. You don't need to know the deep statistics. The basics tell you LeBron James is so much better than Kobe Bryant that I th- hard R. I think you're retarded. If you think Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan, and I think that you should be wiped off the planet because you're bad for business, you're bad for evolution. You're just going to make stupid kids, and they're going to have fucking stupid kids, and they're going to have stupid kids. You're the reason the world is going to shit because people like you are so fucking stupid. It's not an argument. You're a flat earther. You're a climate change denier. You believe in Adam and Eve. That it's all there. The information is there. Evolution is real. Climate change is real. The earth is round. LeBron James' career pisses on Kobe Bryant's. The sky's orange. The sky's blue, guys. It's blue. Well, that's actually where things left off with me and our friends at Punch Drunk. They don't watch. So Spoiler, Sam doesn't watch anything but Clippers games. And I'm not sure he watches a lot of Clippers games. Well, the reason I'm bringing that up for people who don't know, and probably most of you don't, I received a text from our buddy Sam Tripoli. He said, call the show because we had the bet. And I'm going to lose the bet. And I told Sam. Because, you know, his first question was, what do you think about this current situation? I go, the situation is I need to buy a no means no number eight Kobe Bryant jersey. So I'm going to lose the bet. For people who don't know, it was who would go farther, the Lakers or the Clippers. I'm going to lose that bet. So then we start getting into it. You know, he's got his whole team over there and... uh it starts getting heated as usual. And obviously, I'm on the phone. And then he hung up on me. Because cause it, it, went, it, it went down that path of LeBron's a bad teammate, blah, blah, blah. And I threw back, Kobe wanted to leave Shaq. Kobe snitched on Shaq. For people who don't know this, when Kobe got tried with rape and was accused of rape, he snitched on Shaq for cheating on his wife. A lot of people don't know that. This is all public knowledge. You can find any of this online. So I, so my point was this. I go, you say LeBron's a bad teammate. Kobe's outing his fucking 
all-time teammate, Shaq, for cheating on his wife? You talk about being a bad teammate. There, so, but, so, real quick. But the other thing is... So it, then they got worked up. It, it, that's, but again, that's a fucking story. That's a Skip Bayless storyline. Go. It's, guys, you can... It's out there. Richard Jefferson has a podcast. Richard Jefferson is on TV. Uh... What's the other dude who was on the Cavs and the Knicks and the Suns three point shooter? Why am I blanking? J.R. Smith? No, fucking uh, tall guy. He was uh, he was cannon threes for the from Arizona. Fuck. Why am I? He also had a podcast with fucking R.J. when they were on. Um. Uh, I know. You what? know who I'm talking about. I know exactly you're tall talking about. Tall fucking dude he was shooting threes toward the end. Um. These guys, they're out there. Yeah. They're. Listen to Richard Jefferson talk about LeBron. Listen to it. Don't listen to Paul Pierce talk about LeBron. Don't talk. listen to Skip Bayless. Listen to LeBron James teammates talking about LeBron. They fucking loved playing with him. Kyle Kuzma doesn't like LeBron because LeBron tried to trade him. Hey, stop sucking. J.R. Smith doesn't like LeBron. J.R. Smith didn't know the fucking score. Kyrie doesn't like LeBron. How'd that work out? Kyrie came crawling back with his fucking dick between his legs. Doing the mangina. Trying to get back on the fucking Lakers next year. Kyrie's beefing with his current team. Anthony Davis, meanwhile. Channing Fry. Channing Fry. Anthony Davis, meanwhile, is lit the city of New Orleans on fire trying to play with LeBron James. But again, once I started presenting things, they, they literally, I got hung up on. Yeah. I, they, I, Sam Tripoli yells because he doesn't have facts and information. And I love Sam. I love most of his political takes. I think he's a great comedian. But it's like, dude, you, call, you asked me to call into your show, and then I start presenting facts, and then the whole rings thing got brought up, and then I instantly went Bill Russell. I went My last words were, then Bill Russell's the GOAT. Or how about Robert? And they just hung up. Right. Because it's like, guys, I'm going to present actual facts back to you. It, dude, I do it. That's why, that's why you're like, what? Dude, you do this on Twitter. Yeah, you know why I do it on Twitter? Because I have, the, well, like, in, in the nuclear fucking warfare, I'm the United States. I have all the warheads. Michael Rappaport or whoever's running Michael Rappaport's account and wants to fucking do go back and forth with me. Well, no one shot the three in the 90s. Reggie Miller shot 6,400 threes, and he was a five-time All-Star despite being a skinny little bitch with no handle. Those guys existed, and he was the all-time leader in threes. But I don't even understand that argument of no one shot the threes. The three-point line existed. Yeah, and when Michael Jordan... Finally felt it from the three-point line. It's his great fucking day. Remember the day Michael Jordan fucking actually made threes? It's a commercial. Sometimes I dream that he is me. Then I forgot that threes are worth three. A dream I shoot. A dream I make threes like Mike. That one day Mike made threes. Oh, he was going, what's happening? I suddenly made threes. It's really, it's truly a shame that my internet is completely down. This would be amazing visuals for YouTube. The, the, like, the day Jordan made six threes and a half, he turned to the camera and was like, 
how this I'm happened. Losing my mind. You know how many career seven three point games LeBron James has? I, I, I bet you a handful. Steph Curry had five last week. Yeah. Michael Jordan was like, "Can you? Can anybody believe?" He's like, "You're getting this on video, right? I'm hitting three pointers. You know these are worth 150 percent. What those twos are worth, right?" Well, look, Joe. Punch Steve Kerr in the face. There's a book about Jordan being a bad teammate. It's called The Jordan Rules. Go to a library and pick it up. Order that shit on Kindle, motherfuckers. Facts are out there. Can They're you, out there. Can you imagine? Oh, I, I love how these things get forgotten, though. Can you imagine? He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Can you imagine if Michael Jordan punched Lonzo Ball or Kyle Kuzma in the face? I mean, guys, these are out there. That, that, that's the thing. Again, I think I'm pretty unbiased because even at, even up to probably, yeah, three years ago, I can remember still st- still standing for Jordan. Do you remember the big argument we had at the galley? Do you remember this? No. It was me, you, our friend Brian. This was literally summer of 2016, and I was still saying Jordan's the GOAT. So my point is, again, three years later, it's like I'm allowed to change, but... Dude, you were talking about killer Kobe Bryant's killer instinct on the show at one point. I was like, this I like I was like, I'm not doing a podcast with this dude anymore. But that's my point. Is it's like if you asked me, Ruther, five years ago, you're gonna have almond milk and kombucha, and you're gonna be going to sensory deprivation, and you're gonna be meditating. All the shit that I do now, I'd be like, I'm a fucking LA loser. I'll never do that shit. Right. Well, guess what? I do it now. And it's made me a better person. That's why it's like to me. I sometimes think of Bill Walton about just opening your mind, because people don't want to open their mind. Jordan. People talk about being a good teammate, and again, I still fucking love Jordan. I grew. Jordan was my guy growing up. I owned all his clothes. I owned all Bulls stuff. I still love Jordan. But guys, he was drinking and gambling all night during. NBA playoffs. So and these are facts. So so this this notion that LeBron's not playing defense. Can you imagine if LeBron spent the night in Atlantic City gambling during the NBA finals? It, it's 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 wild. Dude, LeBron James missed 20 games and it's like he's a bitch. He sat he sits out like four games. He like they they're doing, they're going on it right now. Like the tweet that I saw right before we started the show is they're going to limit LeBron James minutes, and people are like, "Oh, he's bitching out." Michael yeah. Jordan skipped fucking two full seasons, multiple times, twice, multiple times. He took a break. He took a break. He retired. No, he took a break. Retiring is when you stop doing something forever. It's like Jay Z's never retired from rapping. Yeah, because he comes back every yeah. couple years. Brett Favre retired once. Other times he took a break. Yeah. Well, look, we could I mean, go it's on. like, I like, I mean, we could go on. This I, w- I wish I could fucking do that. I wish I could do that. So I could just when my mom's like, uh, I heard you took 40 shots. At, yeah, but I retired from drinking, Ma. So it's fine. Really? I thought you were drinking. Well, I mean, I retired for a couple of days. Yeah. You know, I've, re- I've retired from smoking pot until tomorrow. And then I'm back on the pot. Well, again, we could go on this for days. I'm retiring from talking about LeBron. James. OK, that's definitely not happening no i'm retiring in the jordan way like we're going to talk about him tomorrow but i'm retiring for this ep- okay for, i'm retiring today well good 
Quick update, we currently still have zero. This is kind of mind-boggling. I've never had this. Zero internet here in the Smut Studio. Don't worry about it, man. We're just doing a podcast these days. It's just, we're just back. We're just podcasting. It's kind of weird. No video. Look at us. But also, I, I can't really look up stories because I don't have internet. That's fine. So I have the rundown in front of me. Great. But before we get to our next topics, we got to talk a little NFL. I mentioned it in the pre-show. I don't know if you want to call it the pre-show, but the pre-show plugs. We are going to spring training. If you guys want to join us, go get your tickets on SeatGeek. Both you, myself, and Andy Lazarus yesterday all had our phones open. This this was actually a great day for SeatGeek. We all had our phones open. We're running the triangle offense of SeatGeek. We were all looking at different days and different games on SeatGeek. And it's great because we're all just saying, oh, do you want to sit here showing our phone because you can see exactly where you're going to sit? Do you want to sit the lawn during this day? Or do you want to sit by first base side this day? So guys, download the SeatGeek app right now because best of all, all dirtballs get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek Life's an Event. We have the tickets. And once again... Use that SeatGeek promo code. I'll send you some koozies. I, I got, I'm sending out a bunch this week, and if I see you in Arizona, I'll have a bunch of koozies there. So get those tickets on SeatGeek today. I want to put something else out there about koozies, Andy, now that we're talking about koozies. I think we should, uh, and I'm going to try to dance around this, so I can't tell you, but we were just talking about how no one listens uh, to certain parts of the show. The first, I, I think the first person that notices, you know what, should get a koozie. I think the first tweet we get about it should be should be koozie worthy. Fuck it, I'll send them two. Great. Oh, that's what I do for the record, guys. I don't send one. I send dose. I I, res, I respect the dirt balls. Stop trying to connect, guys. It's not working. <laughs> just, just let it go, Andy. I, I, let it go. Meditate on it. I, I, Shut the TV screen off. You're right. So, you're not, so you don't have to see it. No, look, it's gone to that. It's perfect. Whatever. Okay. I think it's actually trying to connect again. What, what if we got... Do you think it's just spinning on YouTube? I think that's what's happening. I have no idea. I I kind of like it. It's a throwback episode. We're just we're just recording audio. I mean, you, you missed my fucking Michael Jordan... I don't know what's happening dance, but... That was pretty classic. Yeah. We should gift that. That was an all-timer. I'll do, I'll do it for another one. Well, we're live again. Oh, great. Temporarily. Fantastic. We have a whole five people watching now. <laughs> They're like, I can't be waiting around for all this shit. I'm sure it's going to go out. I should probably just turn it off. Who cares? Uh, so, NFL, we got to discuss some things. Yeah. Big news today. Case Keenum, you headed to D.C. Man, the Redskins. Bro. Uh, the Redskins. Uh, first of all, Redskins-Broncos quarterback uh, is a Spider-Man meme, right? Oh, yeah. Like shitty, shitty quarterback Spider-Man meme? Yeah. But then the Redskins, like, at least the Broncos, it's actually the weirdest deal ever. Because I get that the Broncos brought in Flacco. Sure. Right? And I get that they couldn't pay Flacco's thing and Keenum's thing. So I knew something was going to happen. And I like Flacco. And I think Flacco is a minor upgrade over Case Keenum. At least just an experience and whatever. But then the Redskins, I mean, I'm a Giants fan. I'm like, what the fuck? It, what, what, like, when they went for Alex Smith, I was like, sweet. Now they're going for Kate. Like, 
it is a mediocre quarterback bonanza in Washington. When's the last time Washington had just like a legit NFL quarterback? Like the the 10 minutes of Robert Griffin? I mean, prior to that, who are we talking about? Mark Rippon? Like, seriously. I'm serious. Yeah. Mark, even Mark Rippon, like, they won a Super Bowl, but like Mark Rippon's career is not like... Yeah. I mean, Doug Williams is in the Hall of Fame, but, like, I think... No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Is he not? No way. When, my point is, when's the last time the Redskins had a franchise quarterback? Like, the five minutes of Robert Griffin. Gus Farratt? I mean, who have they had? Gus Farratt. I'm joking. Yeah. Who have they had? Like Theismann. I wish I had the internet to look this up. I mean, like, honestly, I think it's like, like, truly. Like, who's the GOAT Redskins quarterback? It's a great question. I don't know. Best Redskins QB all time on Google. Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, Doug Williams, Joe Theismann, Colt McCoy, Sonny Jurgensen. Okay, Sonny Jurgensen is your Sammy Baugh, Robert Griffin III, Mark Rippon. Billy Kilmer, Mark Brunel, Mark Sand- like, remember they had McNabb at the end, they had Jason Campbell, Brad Johnson, like, Rex Grossman. Oh, remember the Heath Schuler? Like, I mean, the, I get. Heath Schuler, wow. I get that, like, fucking Sonny Jerk, like, but come on. I guess it's Theismann? Like, is Theismann the best quarterback in, at least in the semi-modern era? Yeah. Every team does this. Like, every team in the last. But you know what this says also? This says. Every team in the last 20 years has taken a shot at somebody. I get that they took a shot at Griffin and he got hurt, but like. This says there's a shortage. There's just a shortage in the NFL of, of good quality quarterbacks. Sure. If if your solution to your quarterback situation is a QB battle between Colt McCoy and Case Keenum, I mean, I I imagine that it's not a bad. I imagine that they're bringing Case Keenum to be their starter. I from what I read, they're gonna have a con- competition. A competition. Wow, the shit throwing competition. Yeah, we can throw this fucking paper plate full of shit further. I mean. Again, there's just a shortage of. Should see who throw who can throw a tomahawk further. Like, like just go all in on a ludicrous, racist, fucking Redskins battle. I mean, from what I just saw, th- who can throw this handful of like Indian casino chips further? <laughs> <laughs> who can throw this metallic purple vest further? Be a fucking blackjack dealer at- somewhere in the hills of Malibu. In turn, Aaron just shed one single tear. Yeah, he picked up some garbage off the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. I mean, I think I think it was worth a sixth or seventh round pick. I that, didn't even that, think it was that. They they swapped picks. They like the the skins got a sixth and the Broncos got a seventh back from them. Is that I, what it was? I think the Broncos are paying half his deal for this season. It's a ludicrous. Yeah. Good. I'm a dude. I'm again. I'm a Giants fan, and we're gonna go into the Giants situation. I'm sure soon after this. But the Reds, like the Redskins, got Case Keenum. Hooray! As a Giants fan, well, that's one team down. I guess we got to worry about the fucking Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, 
It's a disaster, man. Like, they went from Alex Smith to Colt McCoy. Let's just look at this. Let's, let's, let's actually go th- over these quarterbacks. The Redskins quarterbacks who played or who are going to play in the last 12 months. Alex Smith. How about, I mean, go back one for the Kirk Cousins. Alex Smith. These guys make Kirk Cousins look like a Hall of Famer. Alex Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins are a fucking wash. Okay, so Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, Mark Sanchez. Uh, Don't forget Josh Johnson. Then Josh Johnson. Yeah, older, less athletic, less successful Colin Kaepernick. Now we have Case Keenum battling Colt McCoy. Yeah, and I think Farratt's. I think they're. I think they got Farratt on a. Remember when Farratt uh, injured his head? Head butted the wall. Was yeah. it, was that when he's playing for the Redskins or was he playing for the Bengals? That's when he's playing for the Redskins. Do you remember his one awful interception for the Bengals? No, I, I wish don't even I, remember his Bengals days. Yeah, he for split my CTE though for a split second. I didn't even remember we were at Sideshow, bro. <laughs> What's up? I didn't even remember we were at Sideshow, bro. I don't remember the Gus Farad fucking Bengals days. It was a quick second. He had some awful interception. Again, I wish I had internet for uh, viewing for so we could actually see this. So, Kyler Murray, let's stick with quarterbacks. Yeah. This is blowing my mind. He is now the Vegas favorite. Why is it blowing your mind? Because they just drafted a quarterback? Yes. I guess if they're going to get something, if this dude loves his fucking former, whatever. Okay, if you want to get with Kyler Murray, I don't. I haven't watched enough college football, but the col- the college football, I watched You know, a couple of Kyler Murray games this year. I wasn't like, oh my God, they didn't like I, I said before, I wasn't that impressed with Baker Mayfield when I watched him two years ago, but I was way more impressed with Baker Mayfield than I was Kyler Murray. Um like the idea he ran the ball a thousand fucking times. Like, you know what I mean? Like he ran the ball a lot. Yeah. Um that's not that's not a strategy in the NFL. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's not a strategy. Carolina Panthers, start planning for a quarterback situation. This is not a stra- this is not a long term strategy in the NFL to be a fucking running quarterback. That like the the Cardinals might make some noise next year with him, but this is not a long term strategy. Okay, fine, you love him. If you're gonna get value for Josh Rosen, go for it. I don't know why they didn't call the Redskins. <laughs> like I'd take a Josh Rosen over Case Keenum. I'm not in or out on Rosen yet. And I'm not in or out on Kyler Murray yet either. I just think, wow, you guys are really going for it. You just drafted a – this has never happened. This has got to be unprecedented. My thing, if I'm in a front office of a football team and our, our GM says, we're going to take Kyler Murray, I would say, boss, here's the deal. Is Kyler Murray better than Josh Rosen or Dwayne Haskins right now if – he can't run at all. And if you think he is, then draft him. And any run bonus we get from him, great. But if part of your strategy is he's way better because we can fucking design run him all the time, boss, I'm putting in my resignation and I'm going to a team that gets it. This is not the plan. This is not the long-term plan. Yeah. We're trying to rebuild from the bottom up. Your plan can't have 
that he's going to come in here and run the ball. If he does, bonus. If he runs it like Russ, bonus. But if he's running it like Lamar Jackson, get the fuck out of here. And I know that he had a way more prolific passing career than Lamar Jackson. But I'm saying, if that's – that's the only question I want to know. Let the coach decide what the coach decides to do. But here's my question to you as our GM. Is he more valuable to us than Josh Rosen or Dwayne Haskins if he's not allowed to run the ball at all? Yes, he is. Okay, draft him. And then let the coach decide what to do with him. Well, everyone's making the Russell Wilson comparison. Because he's short. Their measurements are pretty close. I think a lot of their combine stuff is similar. But obviously I'm an unabashed Russell Wilson fan. The thing about Russell Wilson is, guys... There's not too many of him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Take all his stats out. He hasn't missed a game in seven years. Like, uh, I, I'm not worried about Kyler Murray's size other than the fact, other than if you're going to run him at all. Then I'm worried about his size. But if you're if you're like, no, I believe in him as a pocket passer full time, I'm not worried about his size. The size thing's over-fucking-blown. Unless he's fucking a tailback. And that's not really that overblown. Then I'm like, I don't know if I want him to be running the ball at 5'10 all the time. Yeah. How often do does any running back make it through the fucking season without a little bang up here, a little bang up there? And that is not, I don't want my quarterback banged up at all. Sure. I want him untouched. Yeah. I want my quarterback living inside of a fucking glass case like Tom Brady. Bubble boy. Yeah. Very interesting, though, change. Because Bosa was the projected number one forever. And now it's all just changed. I mean, if you're Cliff Kingsbury, who, as we stated, did not deserve that job to begin with, you're basically going in to Arizona. And you're already risking... You're going all in, dude. You showed up to the casino. You put down all your chips... You're put, but you are. You're putting them all in on Kyler Murray. You're not even giving Josh Rosen a chance. It's a ballsy move. Well, you can't, and, and you can go again. You can go in. You're obviously not keeping both, right? You're not telling Josh Rosen to back him up. Use Josh Rosen as a as a bargaining chip if you're if you're going to draft Kyler Murray. But let me just say this: since we just talked about the Washington Redskins disastrous quarterback situation, they drafted RG three. And they drafted Kirk Cousins in the same fucking draft. Kirk Cousins played way more games as a Redskin. If you're going to draft Kyler Murray, go ahead and trade Josh Rosen for something. But maybe get a late-round pick back for Josh Rosen as well. And go ahead and draft another quarterback with that too. A third quarterback? No, I'm saying get rid of Josh That's Rosen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying you would have drafted a third quarterback within a couple of years. I mean, the Redskins' quarterback situation is a dumpster fire as it is. Oh my Ima- God. Imagine if they hadn't drafted Kirk Cousins in the same draft as Robert Griffin. I mean, imagine if they had gone straight from Robert Griffin to Colt McCoy. Would you Would you call the Redskins' quarterback situation, would you say that's a trail of tears? I would say the uh, Redskins' quarterback situation is the most shameful thing that's ever happened in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> It's something that we as a nation should not be proud of. The Redskins quarterback situation. I mean, they should get they should get some sort of like we should we should cut up like 
miles of square footage in this country and give it to former quarterbacks of the Redskins. I agree. And just let them live there tax-free. And I think possible, you know, Redskins fans should also be able to create their own casinos. Yeah, and much and and Redskins fans lay off the booze because you know it's not it's not healthy. Yeah, they should be dry areas where they're not allowed to drink because it's just it's just been too sad. Really depressing. Yeah, extremely depressing. Landon Collins is leaving your team. Yep. Um. So. I'll give you for all the Giants fans out there, and obviously I'm one of them, and I'm I'm a Landon Collins fan, and I would have loved Landon Collins to stay on the team. But here's the things that I know about Landon Collins that maybe aren't quite as popularly discussed. <coughs> Landon Collins wants to be the highest paid safety in football. Landon Collins is not qualified to be the highest paid safety in football. He's played three years. Yeah, three All Pros. He wants to be the highest paid safety in football. Rookie of the year. Maybe defensive rookie defensive of the rookie of the year. Yep. I believe so. Yep. If you watch Landon Collins play, I'm a Landon Collins fan. Landon Collins is a ball hog, ball hawk. He, uh, you know, he, he's he's a big play guy. He's a he's a defensive playmaker. He's great. Love him. Want him on the Giants. The safety the safety position for years was overvalued. It is now there. I think we can. He's a free agent. Honey Badger's a free agent. Haha ha Clinton Dix is a free agent. Uh, Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle's a free agent. Uh, the dude from the Seahawks is a free agent who they didn't want to give the big contract to. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. That's it, five all-pro free agent safeties. It seems like the value of the safety has gone down. So, no, Landon Collins should not be the highest paid safety in football, and he should not be, and he should not, and, you know, he certainly, as the, as the value of the safety goes down, he certainly shouldn't get a bigger contract than somebody who signed it before the value of the safety went down. Right? Yeah. So, okay, there's that. Then there's, why didn't we franchise tag him? The va- I would be totally fine with the value of Landon Collins at $11.5 million a year or whatever it is uh, as a franchise safety for the New York Giants. Unfortunately, whether or not it works out positively for him in the end, the the new trend in across sports of it being of the players taking back the power, the franchise tag as Le'Veon Bell showed holds no power at all anymore if a guy is insisting on a big deal. I know on our rundown is the you know, Kansas City Chiefs franchise tag D Ford or whatever. Okay. D Ford's taking it. If you know a guy's not doesn't want to play for your franchise tag, don't tag him. Yeah. I certainly don't want at least the Giants are getting a compensation pick if he leaves, as opposed to just we franchise him and then he doesn't show up. That's a horrific situation. So here's the two things I know about the Landon Collins situation. Here's the three things I know. I love him. He's a great player. I wish he was still be a giant. Two, wants to be the highest paid safety in football. Shouldn't be the highest paid safety in football. Three, franchise tag would be great value for him. I'm pretty sure if they tagged him, he wouldn't show up. He cleaned out his locker. That whole story, I think that was all about, dude, I'm not. you're not franchising me. And, yeah. And they didn't. 
The like if you're asking yourself why wouldn't they just franchise them? Well, like you know, there's there like there's no mysteries, right? There's a reason behind it. Like, oh, the Giants are so fucking stupid. Why didn't they franchise them? Don't you think they would have? Right? Yeah. There's a reason why they didn't. He he ain't going to play for it. Uh, he's a safety fucking king. Uh, like, I'm, who's playing in the NFL? Who's playing it? I'm not playing in the NFL on a one-year deal. You can fucking die. Like, are you crazy? Who's playing in the NFL on a one-year deal anymore? Especially, you know, they're all violent positions, but yeah, safety, safety is pretty fucking super violent. It's a very violent yeah, position. Especially for a guy who, like, led the team in tackles yeah. for fucking however many straight years. So, sad to see him go. Uh, if you want a Mikey Prano signature Landon Collins cockstrong bracelet... <laughs> Let us know because we're selling them at a, at a cut rate prices. Wait, come again? You remember Livestrong? Of course. Mike Armstrong. Mikey came up with Cockstrong because he, he called Landon Collins Cockstrong because of the way he was always forcing turnovers and he made Cockstrong bracelets. Classic Mikey Prano. Yeah. Yeah. Cockstrong. How many of those bracelets do you have? I have like 30 of them. Mikey's probably got a thousand of them. <laughs> How much money did he spend on Cockstrong bracelets? Who knows? Come on, bucks. Did he send them to anybody? He sent me like 40 of them. Like, was he trying to sell them? I don't know what he's trying to do. He's a lunatic. I think he came across like one of those things like, get your bracelets. He's like, I'm getting cockstrong bracelets. You know what we should do? You and I, dude, this could be a great, this could be a great social media, Instagram or Twitter feed. Follow me on Instagram. I'll give you a fucking cockstrong bracelet. You and I should just screenshot conversations we have with our brothers. Yeah. Because I sent you the one, I was like, share this with your brother. Because Mikey was trying to get a dirtball meetup at at an army game at West Point. I was like, great, I'll come and kneel for the anthem. He goes, you'll get shot. And I was like, well, I'll take it as long as it's not a kill shot. And then he and then he goes like, yeah, none of those guys are officers. No one's, no one's hitting you with a kill shot. Or they're all officers. None of them know how to use their weapons. Do you think they have a sniper guy, though, ready? For kneeling? Uh, not for that, but just at all army games at West Point, at Mikey knows? Stadium. Who knows? I remember when I went, you know, I went, obviously, my one brother went to West Point, the other one went to the Air Force Academy. That was always the fun thing to see at the graduation. The sniper? Like, you could see the dude up in the stadium. Right. Because, obviously, basically... There's like, generals and shit there. Yeah, not only generals, but there's also... I got the I got the short end of the stick. I got both the Secretary of Defense for both of them. Because the president rotates between the three. Got it. So you have a one in three chance of getting the president. Got it, got it. So for both my brothers, I got the goddamn Secretary of Defense. Unbelievable. I think I might go to my little brother's dental school graduation. They have snipers there as well. (laughs) (laughs) They shoot Invisalign at you. Yeah, exactly. Well, Joe, we do not have internet, which means we cannot listen to dirtball calls. Ah, that's too bad. I was excited for dirtball calls today. I saw some things on the rundown. I actually read the rundown today. Saw some. You you don't really tell me too much about what's going on in the calls, but I there's some really great just kind of you know blurbs. We had somebody asking you for help. We had a favorite dirty sports moment. We have two. No chill slash savage sports moments. Ooh, love those. Love that those are those are back. Shout out to I think it was Stanga who Right? It was Stanga. Yeah, who's who suggested. Oh, actually I, I had this story up. Even though we don't have internet, I had already pulled this story, so it's already up on my computer. Uh shout out to former guest Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh my god. Sent back to jail. It's about legacy, yo. Listen to this shit. 
according to this article from Sports Illustrated, former tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. was placed in jail without bail on Monday. So this is three days ago. After new charges against him alleged, he engaged in lewd conduct in front of a 77-year-old woman at a Southern California gym last month. He's the Michael Jackson in reverse. Of old people. Even when he's out on fucking bail, he's fucking still doing it. Even right after the trials and shit, he's still doing it. He posted a $2 million bail in July. This, listen to what this sick fuck did. What is this creepy? I've like this is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Like, who's got a super elderly kink? It's wild, dude. So in February, Winslow is accused of touching himself, then asking the woman if she liked it while she was exercising. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's really, really sick, huh? Oh, he's demented. He's fucked up. Nine days after the incident... CTE is wild. <laughs> nine days after the incident... A soldier. Winslow allegedly entered a hot tub and the same woman was sitting in. Like, he's going, he's going after the same poor old woman, then engaged in lewd conduct while only wearing a towel. Winslow has been accused of touching the woman's arm and then her foot as she exited the hot tub. So it's like he's, like, grabbing her. Yeah. 77. But let's not forget, he's also been accused of rape from 2003 with a 17-year-old. With a yeah. Wild. We had him on the show. We had him on our show. It's wild. Wild stuff. The other two rape accusations were of two women of ages 71 and 86. Man. Never in a million years would I have thought we would have a guest on who's accused of raping older women. Yeah. Let's not forget. I didn't, I didn't think we'd have a multiple rapist on the show ever. He's a serial rapist. Yeah. Let's not forget he got caught jacking off in Target. You know what's funny looking back on it? Do you remember this, Prano? You're going to love this. So This is where we really need. You know what we need our producer to have? Here's, here's what we need Twerks with Wolves. Somebody's going to have to figure out how to... Somebody who's tech savvy. We need a fucking soundboard. Like, this would be a perfect time for somebody to hit a button and go, I didn't rape anybody. I don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we need. We need a Fred. Yeah. Like from Howard Stern. Yeah. Twerks with wolves. We got to get him set up with a soundboard. It's about legacy, yo. No, but this is what's funny. We kind of have this long, weird history with Kellen Winslow Jr., at least... With content, you filmed me mimicking on Vine, on Vine in 2014. Do you remember this? You filmed me mimicking myself jacking off at a Target. Yep. And Kellen Winslowing. Yeah, we called it Kellen Winslowing. And then we had that's when Tebowing was big. Yeah, (laughs) Kellen Winslowing did not catch on. I was hoping we get more videos of people masturbating. Now it would, right? Vine was still a thing. Now we have enough of a dirtball fam to people be Kellen Winslowing. That's what that homeless guy was doing on the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. He was Kellen Winslowing. No, but this is what's crazy. Then we get him on the show. I believe he was on in 2016. This is the best part. When I was dealing with his publicist over email, you know, because a lot of times just like he's really busy. He's really busy raping people, apparently. Well, a lot of times when you deal with publicists, just so you guys know, they'll tell you things that you can and cannot say when you ask questions. 
Newsflash, they tell you that stuff, guys. So that's why sometimes we're like, you didn't ask him well. We're not going to be dicks. We were told certain things. Anyway, I was told I could not bring up the masturbation stuff. How funny is that looking back on it? Yeah. Like She's like, yo, when you guys talk to him on the phone, you can't bring up that he jerked off at a Target. Too bad we should have brought up, are you raping old bitches? Yeah. I mean, sounds like he's like a sex addict. I, the thing is, if you played... If I had played a down of like major college football or professional football, I'd be running wild and just blaming CTE. Like the second I got in, I'd be like, I got CTE, bro. I'm sure they're going to use that. Yeah. That's going to be the new. I, if I were get OJ, out of jail. I'd try to get a fucking fresh trial. Well, OJ's out. No, I know, but I'm saying about the fucking, you know, he still owes the fucking that family. Like, I think every dollar he gets, he's got a Venmo to the fucking Goldman's or whatever. I'd be like, CTE, bro. CTE. You know what CTE is? CTE for NFL players is, ah, I was drunk. Yeah. For, it's, it's the I was hacked of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my Instagram was hacked. You know how like the next day you're like, man, you were out of control. Like yeah. you see what you were doing. You're like, that was uh, fucked that up. Was blackout. Yeah, I was blacked out drunk. Like in college, I would always use that. Like, Ruther, you were. CTE is the Eric Andre's birthday party for NFL players. It's a good title. <laughs> yeah. The long title. Okay, Prano, I'm sorry, but we cannot play the calls. Well, so I'm looking forward to getting to these calls next time. We're going to have to uh, let, let, let me test it one more time because it's trying to connect me to some other networks. Is there any conspiracy that Michael Jordan fans knew we we're going to discuss this? This is this has never happened during a live episode that the internet just is gone. That the episode was cut. By a Michael Jordan slurper. Who knows? Who knows, man? There are there are a fucking there are psycho Michael Jordan fans. I I don't like. I really do think it's a childhood thing. I think it's like people like people feel like LeBron James is snatching everything that they ever believed in their childhood. It's like finding out there's no Santa Claus. It's fine. Whatever. I think Michael Jordan's the second greatest basketball player that's ever lived. It's a great accomplishment to be said. I think so. I think so. I'm not judging him on rings. I'm not. I don't have him tied for tenth. You know. Yeah. I've got him. I got him as number two, despite the fact that he's tenth in rings. I got him at number two all time. I'm. T- I'm taking a lot of factors in play, not just championships. Sure. You know who's going to be interesting as far as all time. Not that we want to really fully get into this now, but I was thinking about Steph Curry today. I know we've talked about it. Yeah. He's an interesting one. He's already the best shooter ever. That's what I'm saying. And if Steph gets another ring this year, does that give him four? Yeah. He was drafted by that team. He helped make that team. Yeah. He hasn't been the NBA. He hasn't been the Finals MVP a single time on that team. It's a good point too. Like, you know, look, it's not about the Finals MVP either. Like, you know. People love to argue, oh, they're going to give it to the fucking marquee guy every time when in doubt. Well, they give it to Andre Iguodala, so there's that, okay? they give. It, I think everybody can agree Kevin Durant is, like, overall the best player. Like, not that necessarily he makes them go more than Steph, but, like, those last two, he's been the finals. Like, he's been the best player in the finals on that team. Um, look, Steph Curry's going to be an all-timer. Like, he, he is – it's just a matter of, like – 
you know, to me, that's why it's like, you know, shout out to Bill Simmons, who I don't agree with on everything, but like he did it in tiers in his book of basketball. He was like, there's these guys who are at the top. Then the next tier is these guys like ranking people in order of like, in order of what, like, do I already have a point guard or do I need a point guard? Do I already have a forward or do I need a forward? My thing is the way I rank my greatest of all time. If you threw all the players in NBA history out there and I'm, and I have to start a team. Who am I taking first? I'm taking LeBron James. Yeah, it's not even a question to me. It's not even a question. Again, it goes back to what I was talking about before. Like, put yourself in that position. If you want to argue with me, and I know a lot of Jordan slurpers do, argue with me about me and you picking fucking pick up basketball teams and me getting the better shooter, passer, rebounder, more versatile defender that's played more consistently, it's played longer without breaks, that's taller and stronger and faster. Tell, convince me why I've made the wrong pick when I, that's who I've taken over the guy you, that you're going to take. And and by the way, if we are playing pickup basketball and and we're choosing teams, and I get the second pick, I'm I'm fucking Kellen Winslowing when you when you pass on the better shooter, passer, rebounder, more versatile defender that's played more consistently, that's bigger and stronger, okay, and faster. Would you take Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan? Because Magic Johnson is the mold of LeBron. Yeah, I love Magic Johnson. I think Magic Johnson right up there. Yeah, the shooting is one thing, but also look, it sucks that he got AIDS. But like you, <laughs> no, it does. But like a, a big part of LeBron James has been the consistency that he's still doing it. Yeah, you know, you can say Michael Jordan fucking retired twice all you want. He took two breaks, man. Dirk didn't take a break. Tim Duncan didn't take a break. Kevin Garnett didn't take a break. Like guys fall off, and and we're I said this with Laz on Dirty Slides. Guys aren't falling off because of how old they are. Guys are falling off because of how many minutes. Yeah, it's wear and tear. It's minutes. It's like a car. It's the same thing in the, in in baseball. Guys aren't fucking stop pitching. Bartolo Colon's a million. Okay, he's forty. Is he forty six? Yeah, forty five. Nolan Ryan's a million. It's like these guys. The arms break down with the surgeries and the pitch count and the fucking you know the 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 tough innings and the all blah 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 blah. It's minutes, man. LeBron James is playing all the minutes, all the years, all of them. He's playing until the finals every year for eight fucking years. Oh, he doesn't try in defense. What a cuck thing to say. What a fucking never fucking played a sport in your single goddamn one day of your life thing to say. He doesn't try and even he's been in the last eight NBA finals. Can the guy take a fucking rest at any point? Is the guy allowed to rest? It's funny. You retired from discussing Jordan and LeBron. Here we are later I mean, I've retired. Show. I've unretired. Okay. I'm now retiring again. Okay. Well, let's retire this episode, Joe. Let's do it. Well, let's retire the show. This is I'm retiring as a host. Okay. Until next show. Until I'll next be, episode. Back. All right, guys. I'm back. Follow us at The Dirty Sports. Follow Joe at Joe Prano on Instagram. Me at Andy Ruther on Instagram. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. At Andy Ruther on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Get you some koozies. We said it all. Beginning of the show. We're going to say it again. See us in Arizona next week. Okay, Dirtballs. That was the show. Have a great weekend. And as always, stay dirty.